Hello, and welcome to the Ecom Ops Podcast. We believe that there is more than enough content focused on e-commerce marketing and not enough content celebrating the real heroes of e-commerce, those running the operation. Each week, we find and interview an e-commerce operations expert to share the secrets behind how some of this industry's most exciting businesses are run. And now, your host, Norbert Strapler, the CEO of Sync Spider. Hello and welcome to the Ecom Ops podcast. My name is Norbert and today I'm talking with Eric from Mini Materials. Hey, Eric. Hey, Norbert. How are you? Hey, I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? Great to have you here. Yes, sir. Happy to be here. Yeah, cool. Uh, tell me a bit about yourself, Eric. So how did you get first into e-commerce? So uh, my business partner, Matt Hoffma, started, uh, started Mini Materials in 2015 Mm -hmm. And uh, he thought uh, it could explode and be something that uh, was worthwhile, but he didn't. Uh, he couldn't do it himself, so he brought me on a few months later, and uh, and the rest is history. Yeah, the rest is history. What what do you sell on uh, Mini Materials? So we sell uh, realistic miniature building supplies. Mm -hmm. So think Legos or uh, Lincoln Logs, uh, connector sets. But uh, all those are made of plastic. Ours are made of uh, real material, the same real raw material that uh, a regular uh, building supply is made out of. We just make them much smaller so that you can uh, play around with them on your desk. Oh, really? That's cool. Um, who is your customer? So who, who is ordering those materials? Oh, it's, uh, it's a large market. It's unbelievable um, how, how widespread it is, to be honest. It started out uh, as just a novel desk accessory for uh, folks sitting at their their office space. Um, now we've got uh, schools purchasing for educational purposes. We've got industry people uh, purchasing them for promotional material. You can put your logo on the block or a palette. Um, and then there's plenty of diorama and uh, hobbyists out there that enjoy to build enjoy building things with uh, with our products cool and on where do you do you produce them yourself so do you have for manufacturers we do all of the manufacturing in uh, in-house um, oh, in wow. America uh -huh. uh, we've got a we've got a team here that uh, does everything it's all done by hand so it's a pretty oh, tedious wow. process yeah absolutely and what's your e-com stack what what tech stack do you have? So uh, we work off of um, Shopify, uh, mm -hmm. and then there's some ancillary things that uh, that we bring in to support the Shopify platform. But um, most of everything is uh, an integration off of Shopify. Cool. Well, I, the most the most interview partners that I have use Shopify, so it's really one of the best used software tools outside. Uh, absolutely. And um, do you sell on any other channels or, or uh, just on Shopify? Yeah, we uh, we sell on Etsy. Um, we've got other uh, multi-seller uh, channels like Amazon, eBay. We're out there. Um, we're in some wholesale markets like Fair and uh, um, I forget the other one, but a few of those uh, that that are out there to hit the bookstores and, and gift shops and things. Yeah, and uh, is there is there a percent percentage uh, where we would say this comes through the uh, the own store and this comes from the marketplaces? 
So we sell probably about 90% of our annual revenue comes from our own .com, mm -hmm. our own Shopify shop. The other 10% is kind of a, a smorgasbord of all the other places that I, that I talked about. But for the most part, it's all in-house, direct to consumer, off Shopify. And uh, we like it that way because the margins are better. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's true. And and is the the Shopify store connected to all these other systems, or uh, is this all, um, uh, yeah, so hands uh, a couple, a couple of them um, by design. We've kept some separate um, just because they they don't collaborate that well. But uh, the ones that do, uh, that we can kind of um, efficiently work through fulfillment. Uh, off of Shopify and one platform, we do do that. Mm -hmm. And and how do you fulfill the orders? So if, if, if there is no connection, what do you do to, to get the orders done? We do it off-site. Um, mm -hmm. So we everything is, is in our own warehouse. We do our own pick, pack, and shop, uh, ship processes here. Um, and so, you know, if it comes from Etsy versus Shopify, You know, it's just two different platforms that we kind of navigate between the two uh, independently. And uh, record keeping wise, everything kind of is done uh, on through Shopify, but we ship out uh, directly through Etsy. So you get the, the Etsy order somehow imported or manually created into Shopify? Yeah, they're manually created. Uh, Shopify used to have uh, an integration between the two. Uh, I think Etsy uh, wants to be on their own and be independent. Um, Shopify still has Amazon integrations uh, yeah. and eBay, but uh, Etsy is one that, that uh, unfortunately, we sell a decent amount off of there, but they just, uh, they want to be by themselves. Yeah, we're, we're currently working on the integration with, with, with Etsy. So let's see, maybe we get you covered soon. Um, What do you, um, uh, do you have a, a team uh, that is focused on operations or, or is it only you? How do you plan that? Uh, so we've got two operators, myself and my wife, that pretty yep. much run the, uh, run the show. Um, <laughs> we do all quality control and fulfillment. And, uh, and then I do all the sales calls and um, pretty much the accounting. Uh, for the most part, everything operations is done by myself and my wife. Manufacturing, we've got um, uh, two employees that do all of our manufacturing and packing uh, in our shop. And then my business partner is our graphic designer um, and marketing uh, uh, is pretty much his, his kind of uh, cup of tea at this point. Mm -hmm. I understand. And uh, what, what do you do to, to ensure that your customers have uh, constantly the same experience um, uh, across all your channels? Um, you know, the, the novelty of what we sell in general is, um, is, is the wow factor. So people just are very giddy when they jump on our platform and they see all the crazy things that we come up with. Um, and we, we do our best to make sure that, uh, the process is streamlined, very efficient. We live in a day that uh, day and age that Amazon, um, pre COVID was shipping, you know, within two days, uh, you'd have your, your product. So that makes it difficult for, for us when we're a small shop, but we try and keep up with that as well. Um, there's an expectation out there for e-commerce customers to expect their products quickly. 
Um, and so we try and make, maintain that as well. And, uh, you know, for the most part, I think that's the enjoyable experience is that even for a small shop like us, we're efficient enough to, uh, to maintain that, uh, turnaround time and, uh, make sure that they're complete, completely satisfied when they receive their, their goodies in the mail. So being quick is, um, most important thing in e-commerce at the moment, I think. Yeah, you know, Amazon's definitely made that the case. It's sometimes <laughs> yeah. it's very difficult and stressful, but um, you know, it's it's the way we live today. It's a I want it now uh, society or world, and yeah. uh, we're trying to keep up with that. Yeah, is Corona somehow affecting your business? Um, it, it it is um, in two different ways. Uh, on the sales side, we've been busier than we've ever been. Um, I think people are at home, e-commerce is up, you know, they can't go to the stores, they can't go out and eat a bunch of food. So they've got some disposable income. So they, they are buying. So our sales are definitely good the last few months. The supply chain has been a little difficult. Um, you know, most of what we do is in-house, but we do source some stuff um, from, from other pl places, some of it overseas. Um, and which makes it, you know, a little difficult when you're waiting on boats to arrive instead of airplanes, uh, with, with the products. Um, so, you know, we've seen both sides of it. Uh, it's good on one hand that we've got this traffic, but, uh, we've got to make sure that we can, we don't over, uh, promise and, and under, uh, perform for our customers. So we want to make sure that we don't, uh, miss, miss sales just because, uh, we can't have the product in house. So it's, it's been different, you know, we're all navigating, I think pretty much the same for, yeah. for everybody. Yeah. everybody has yeah. a different uh, way it's affecting them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's good that, that at least the e-commerce market is not, not um, uh, that affected and it's still growing, but uh, the offline market, it's, it's really hard. I think at the moment for, for um, everyone that, that is not yet online. You know? um, and, and did you face any significant downtime or uh, destruction of your service uh, technical wise? Um, and, and did you learn something out of that or everything cool uh, with Shopify? You know, we, we haven't. Um, Shopify has been, been really good. And, and I know for, for instance, we're, we're very, um, Our sales are up, so I, I'm pretty confident many other e-commerce platforms are. And Shopify hasn't missed a beat. Um, you know, the shipping side of things uh, it has gotten a little difficult. You know, everybody's shipping a thousand packages. It seems like, and so you know, the post office is down, or the United States post office uh, has slowed down their shipping a little bit. Um, FedEx and, and UPS and DHL are. A couple of days behind the normal, um, which is which is you know understandable given the fact that the, the volume is so high right now. Um, so that's probably the only technically uh, technical uh, issues we've seen is some of the shipping platforms have been a little bit slower than than normal. Okay, well that that that's not the biggest problem i'd say but uh it's it's still the the fact that users want to get their goods quickly so um about i i think that 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 people have uh an understanding at the moment if if something comes late so i think this um this is doable and uh, do you have any any plans for uh any further automations uh, in your company is this an important thing for you Yeah, you know, um, manufacturing-wise, it's it's 
something uh, of a goal for us right now. Most of our products are handmade, um, which uh, when you're trying to scale up, that becomes uh, difficult because you're waiting yeah. on concrete or cement to dry. Um, so we've added a few things that have that have made us uh, capable of, of producing at scale uh, at, at higher volumes, which has gotten us into some of the big box stores pre-COVID um, and, and had some some better successes there. Um, you know, we're always learning. Uh, this is an interesting uh, industry in a sense that there are people doing what we're doing just in larger formats. And so we're trying to uh, take some of those uh, industry standards and, and mimic them, but in, in miniature scale. Um, and there's a lot of science involved, uh, you know, cement at this small of, of a size, size, you've got to make sure that the aggregate and the uh, chemistry and the solution is, is perfect so that when you're shipping it to Austria, uh, for instance, we, we can get it there and it's not broken in half. Um, you know, it's, it's difficult. So there's a lot of uh, automation that we are uh, continuously researching and trying to develop. Um, we've figured out, I'd probably say 20% of, of the 100% that I'd like to get to. Um, but we've got several things in play right now that uh, if we can automate, will become extremely, extremely uh, you know, more valuable because we can scale up to you know, Lego size. For instance, we'll be able to do 10,000 unit runs instead of 200 unit runs. You know, yeah. it's a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This is uh, automation is, is the key to, 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 to further growth. Um, if you do it the right way, yep. um, what, what will your DevOps team, um, uh, your ops team be focused, um, in the next 12 months? Um, you know, we're, like I said, uh, kind of circling back to the automation. Most of yeah. us are, are looking at better ways to do, uh, everything that we do. Mm -hmm. um, we're trying to improve the efficiency, uh, the, Uh, lower our, our cost of goods to increase our margins, um, and then it also expand uh, our our exposure into different markets. And I think we're living a different in a different time now, where you know yesterday's goal was to get into a Walmart or, or a big box store across the world. Um, you know that that may not be the case uh, as we come out of this uh, COVID situation. So we're, we're trying to adapt, trying to figure out where we can expand our, our operations and our exposure and our market. Um, you know, so we're constantly looking for new and innovative ways to uh, be more profitable and, and have a lot more brand equity. Mm -hmm. My last question for today, um, who has taught you the most about e-commerce in your career? So that's an interesting question. So yeah. um, most of what uh, myself and Matt, my business partner, uh, have learned through this is through trial and error. It's self-taught. You know, nobody was really doing what we were doing uh, five years ago when we started. So now that we've got some competition, they've mimicked us and at least they've had somebody to kind of lean on and look at uh, with, with how to do what we're doing. You know, most of, of what we do now is, uh, you know, we're, we're big Reddit forum fans. So we're on Reddit Entrepreneur and, and other Reddit forums and, and other forums for that matter with entrepreneurs and, and uh, startup business folks like us. 
So we've done a lot of um, collaborating with other uh, people that have had cool concepts and cool products that have been able to grow them over the last few years. And so that's, that's kind of, uh, unfortunately we read a lot of books, but there's no one person that, um, that really has, uh, made us who we are in e-commerce. It's really all self-taught. Reddit and Google. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Eric, thank you so much for your time for this interview. It was really great. So, um, We've seen that you have learned a lot from try and error yeah, and from uh, Google and Reddit and uh, that um, shipping needs to be quick. That's <laughs> for the right. Users. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, it was really a pleasure uh, to learn about your product and I wish you good luck with it. Thanks, Norbert. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. And that's it for this episode of the Ecom Ops Podcast. If you enjoyed listening and would like us to find and interview more e-commerce operations experts, please search for Ecom Ops Podcast in your favorite podcast listening app and then subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time.